This is another MP3 podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle, Australia. 2NURFM 103.7, we're talking travel. And today, Sally Lucas, we're off to a country, but not the whole country, just the two ends of it. We are. We're off to Italy today, and I think it conjures up all sorts of images for all different people depending on what part of Italy they've been to. And today we've got Medi Spighi on board, and he's from CIT Travel, who's been operating, he might be able to refresh my memory on this, memory rather on this but I know it's for many, many years, longer than I've ever been in the travel industry, and I'm not saying how long that is. But <laughs> welcome, Medi, and uh, maybe you can just fill us in a little bit initially on CIT so people know who you are. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. No worries. Um, CIT is the leader in the market for um travel in Italy and we've been operating in Australia for just over 37 years now, um, so longer than I've been around. <laughs> and um, uh, Yeah, we, um, we are passionate about what we do and we try to take this experience that's, that we accumulated over such a long period and transmit our knowledge to the clients. You're talking about two different ends of Italy, as we said today, and they're opposingly different. Uh, one is Sicily and the other is the Lakes District. Both fantastic areas, but we'll take on Sicily first, and you might be able to run us through some of the special interest spots in Italy. Well, um, Sicily, I find, is like a really big open-air museum. There's something to see in every corner, and the amazing thing is that it has so many influences from so many different cultures, going from the Romans to the Greeks to the Arabs, that can spark the interest of anyone, really, um, mm. without forgetting the natural beauty. It has amazing beaches and it has incredible mountains, like Mount Etna, for instance. Well, that's very famous, of course, isn't it? So it, um, it has all these different aspects that basically can appeal to anyone, really. And the food would be totally different there too, like from other parts of Italy, I would imagine, with these influences. Oh, yeah, it's, uh, it has its own style. As I said, having this mix of cultures and you know, all these different influences, it's kind of its own cuisine that it's absolutely incredible, you know, just fascinating to see and to taste. Yeah, and I know I love when I get them here in Australia, the Sicilian olives, they're absolutely beautiful. Oh, yeah. It's just perfect yeah. over there. And, uh, They've got to taste all their own, haven't they? They're totally different to other olives, I find. They're just, just so Moorish. <laughs> yeah, they are, they are great. And they're big. They're almost the size of an apple. Yeah. <laughs> and just to let people know, to get to Sicily, you know, their best ways of getting there, whether it be by air, ferry, car, whatever, um, to just run through some of those transport options. Well, to get to Italy, I think it's probably easier to fly from the main cities like Rome or Milan. But then once they get there, um, driving would be definitely the easiest and more interesting option, I would say. Yes. Even though it would be nice also to go from the main cities in Sicily by ferry. Mm -hmm. So, for instance, catching a ferry from Palermo to Catania. Yes. One can appreciate the coastline and, you know, the beach and the weather. So. It's, um, there's, there's many options for Sicily, um, but I find that exploring it in one's own pace, it's always the best idea. Yeah, I agree with you there. But, of course, there are tools out there in the marketplace for maybe some of the more elderly people that aren't comfortable with driving. Of course, we've got those options, haven't we, for, for both sides of the market, which is always good. Yes, no, that's very true. And the, the good thing about the tours is that the tour guides are more likely to show aspects of Sicily that one might not 
be aware of and therefore not encounter during his or her trip. That's always the difference, isn't it, with fly drive and and a tour. As you say, the tour, you get the wonderful information from the tour guide, but by driving, you get that wonderful sense of freedom and being able to explore on your own. So I guess it's just horses for courses, really. Yeah, it's just a bit for everyone. just depends on the type of experience that one is looking for. And, um, you know, there's always a chance to satisfy all tastes, I'd say. Yeah, absolutely. I know I've had clients do, you know, a couple of weeks. They had two weeks driving around Sicily and absolutely loved it. And you would think, looking at Sicily, think, geez, you wouldn't want two weeks there. But they filled in their two weeks quite adequately. How big is it, is the island? Um, Sicily, well, it would be from... Um, but within three and a half hours, you could probably reach every corner of the island. So that's amazing, isn't it, when you think someone had two weeks there and they've only had to travel a maximum maybe of three and a half hours in any direction. Yeah, and I, I personally yeah. feel that possibly two weeks wouldn't have been enough to see everything that there is to offer. Well, there you go. I personally have been there for over three weeks, not long ago, and I still think I've missed out on a lot of Yes. Of things that yeah. I could have seen. The history, the culture, etc. And you're very close to the Aeolian Islands as well, aren't you? It is very close. It only, it's only about 45 minutes to an hour by ferry. So that's another little side trip they could do from Sicily as well. That's a side trip they could do. A Malta even is really close, you know. It's, it's yes, of course. Yeah, just to the south. Yeah. yeah, so Sicily sounds like it's become a very popular part of Italy for people to travel to from Australia too, I've noticed, um, Medi. So I think it's really growing and growing in interest, I guess because lots of people have already done the more central parts of Italy like Tuscany, etc., or Umbria or, you know, those areas, Abruzzo, and um, it's nice for them to experience this different part of um, Italy. Yeah, I find that... Um it's a destination for those people who have already explored the big art cities like Rome, Florence and Venice. And, yeah. uh, and they want to experience something a little bit different. And, um, and it is growing strongly. And I think that one of the reasons is also the weather. I had a group of friends okay. that were there yeah. a couple of weeks ago. And November was like 31 degrees. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's good to advise people because obviously you don't want to be there in the heat of summer, but to know that you've got that warmer temperatures going on a little bit longer than the northern parts of Italy, that's a plus. Yeah, yeah, it stretches the, the season so much longer that, you know, yeah. so any time of the year really, and it always be pleasant and, and quite enjoyable. So. I think we might call it a Sicily, a land for all seasons, hey? Yeah, it is, it definitely is. And, uh, and I personally think that... Um, also having this misconception that people think that Europe is only nice in summer. Yes. You know, it's uh, yes, not always the case. No, I, I much prefer out of summer myself. Well, that's fantastic. I'm pleased we've been able to talk about Sicily today and I know everyone will be looking forward to uh, you talking about the Lakes District in just a few moments. All right. Thank you, guys. To NURFM 103.7, we're talking travel. Thanks to our sponsor, Travel World on King and Sally Lucas. We're in Italy today and we're going to another great destination, one that's probably, well, maybe well known too. Probably more well known maybe in some ways than Sicily, but we're going up the alphabet to an L region, to Lombardy, and we're going to that wonderful region called the Lakes District. I mm. mean, England has a Lakes District and Italy has, a, I think, a far more beautiful one, but that's my own personal opinion. But um, anyway, Medi, I might get you just to let people know about these wonderful lakes and what their names are and what the, maybe a little spiel on what each of them has to offer. Okay, well, we have three main lakes 
in Italy, it's Lake Garda, which is the biggest in the country. We have Lake Como, which is probably the most well-known around the world. Mm-hmm. I guess it's all George Clooney's fault. And um, <laughs> Lake Maggiore, which is this um, little gem that Italians have learned to appreciate over the years. And that is still a little bit, you know, undiscovered for the international market. And also, wasn't the last, not the, the current James Bond film, but the Casino Royale, wasn't that filmed in one of the Lakes districts? Yes, part of it was filmed in Lake Como in one of um, the villas. Of the mm. have and wasn't the scenery time. stunning? I mean, I saw the movie and I mean, I'm just thinking, oh, wow. And I thought it was, I had to wait till the credits at the end and just say, ah, yes, Lake Como. So, yes, very beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an amazing part of the world. And, and um, it's, it's not very big, it's actually quite small, but... The scenery have all these stunning 17th, 18th century villas mm. that kind of nestled on the side of the lake, you know, and surrounded by these little trees and little forests, and um, it's absolutely stunning. Romantic would be a yeah. good word for it too, I think. Yeah. Nice romantic destination. And getting there, do you think you're better with the Lakes District having your own vehicle? Is that the easiest way? Or I know getting in by train, you'd still probably need other forms of transport to get around. So yes. Yes, you would. Uh, but, uh, well, I've done it last year. I went to the lakes myself. And mm-hmm. and um, I think that probably the best way, especially in summer, would be to get around by ferry. Uh, of course, yes. It gives this other perspective on mm. the, the the interesting sides of the lake. Yes, of and, course. Um, and it's just a whole different experience. But... It is easier to get around by car. Yes, initially get in by car maybe and then do some ferrying whilst you're there. Yes. But like any harbour, isn't it? Like Sydney Harbour, the different perspective you have if you do a cruise on the harbour instead of just driving around the foreshore. Yeah, it's a whole different... whole different exercise, isn't it? I think it's something that needs to be done if someone needs to go to the lakes. And again, we're probably saying that you could spend ages there. I know you're going to say that next, aren't you? That because we're ferrying, I mean, you've got three lakes there. You're not going to be able to probably do them all, are you? Uh, well, it, it would need a bit of time, but they're all, they're all very different. They're all mm, okay. very different things, you know. So they don't necessarily replace each other as much as they complement each other. Mm-hmm. For instance, Lake Garda, which um, is the biggest lake, as I was saying before. Yes. It, um, it's so large, it has its own microclimate. Huh? So it's actually a warm kind of oasis in northern Italy. That's interesting. I didn't know that. And it's actually the only area where it's warm enough in northern Italy, that is, where it's Mm -hmm. warm enough to grow olives and oranges and lemons and all. Um, Wow. Mm. Those plants that are peculiar to the southern region. Um, Mm. And um, it's it's also very renowned for thermal um, baths that they have there, built by the Romans back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, it has this Roman influence. Um, mm, it's that, different again, as you yeah, said. It's, and it's nestled between the Alps, so you know it's it's um, it's very nice. It's a beautiful scenery, and it's a great weather all year round. So it's um, it is something. interesting. And you're close to go to if you're feeling romantic to go to Verona as well. Yeah, Verona is on course, an hour away. The Romeo and Juliet fame. So exactly. And so then uh, then we've got Lake Maggiore. So what are we here? Um, Lake Maggiore, it's the northernmost lake that we have in Italy. Um, part of it actually um, stretches into Switzerland. Um, it's always been famous for being the summer residence for all the aristocrats back in the day, all you know, mm-hmm. the kings and queens and princes. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, and there's all this amazing.
amazing villas that in many ways are nicer than those in Lake Como because right. they're, they're bigger and more pompous. And, mm. and, um, and some of them are actually built on tiny little islands in the middle of the lake. Oh, wow. So basically the, whole, the villa covers the whole of the island mm. and, and it can only be reached by, by boat or by ferry. Mm. And it's kind of fascinating to just look into the middle of the lake and see this massive house sticking yes. out from the water. And and, um, and some of the areas of the lake are called the Portofino of the lakes mm-hmm. because of the celebrities, you know, and the VIPs that kind of spend their summers there. Um, so yeah. the Poshia area, maybe a Monte Carlo kind of thing. Oh, really? Um, yeah. So yeah. it's for the wealthy, huh? <laughs> it, it's it is for everyone, but you yes. know, if you want to to have some star spotting, um, probably <laughs> it's the best way to go. Oh, lovely. Okay, we'll have to keep that one in mind. Well, those three lakes sound absolutely wonderful, as I said, and we're so pleased you've been able to come on today, and at least we've given people a touch of the two ends of Italy, I think, and, and how opposingly different they are, but also interesting in their own way. Yeah, well, um, I hope that our listeners have an idea of how how incredibly different this country can be just from a short, you know, with yes. a short trip. And um, and that's the appeal of it, I guess. Yes, the diversity of Italy, eh? Yeah, it's absolutely fascinating. Fantastic. Well, thank you very much, Medi, for being on the show with us today. We do appreciate your time, and let's hope we can get a lot of people stimulated out there now to go and take a trip to Italy. Thanks for having me, guys. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. We'll be talking travel again next Friday. That's after the one o'clock news. Thank you, Sally Lucas. Thank you, Jane. I'm Jane Klein and Talking Travel. We'll be back on 2NURFM 103.7.